turn to the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter number 12. And I won't be long. I believe in following as you told. And uh, so I'm going to do as the Lord's led me. And I'm just be honest. I stand in the same place I stand a couple of weeks ago. And uh, you preachers will agree with me, and if you don't, you're lying. When you get up, when you get to preach in front of other preachers, brother Bateman, you always want to impress them. And uh, I'd be honest with you, I ain't brought nothing to impress nobody. I just, I got a thought that the Lord laid on my heart, and I wrote it down on a piece of paper, and I pray that it help you the way it helped me. Amen. Y'all pray for me. I'm really struggling. I just, you preachers know what I'm talking about. You get around other preachers, you want, you want to show out, and you want to be a star. And I'm just being honest. To you. I ain't got nothing to do that to you. I can't impress you. And I'm unworthy to stand here. We've got your Bibles. Turn to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 12. And y'all been sitting for a while, so I'm going to stand up and we'll begin reading in verse number 5. 2 Corinthians chapter number 12 and verse number 5. We'll read four verses and you can be seated. The Bible said, Of such an one will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in mine infirmities. For though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool. For I will say the truth, but now I will I now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or he that heareth of me. Verse seven, and lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Verse number 8, For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. You might be seated. Lord, we love you. I pray you bless the reading of these few verses. Lord, I'm mighty nervous this afternoon. Lord, I, I feel very inadequate. Lord, if you don't help me, God, if you don't preach through me, God, there will be no preaching done. God, I pray you'd help me say nothing more, God, or nothing less than you'd have me say. And God, I pray that you'd be glorified above all. And I pray, Lord, you take the, the thoughts you give me. God, we're laying back to these men and women today. Help somebody, I pray. We love you and bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I was interested in the passage here, and, and I'll be honest with you, when I found this, uh, when I went to the woods the other Saturday, and I feel every time I want to do something that's not really spiritual per se, Brother Duke, I, I always like to go with a verse on my heart. I begin sitting about 20 foot up. I was beginning thinking about, my grace is sufficient for thee. And I begin thinking about all that God could say about that. So I'm going to relate to you the same things that God relate to me, alright? And I believe, listen, I, a lot of times we fell out of season and preaching some things, but I believe at the beginning of service, God gave me clear confirmation. If I were to preach, this is what I'd have preached. There was so much talk about grace. We started out singing page 57 and, and people began talking about all that God had done for them. If you ain't figured it out yet, grace is God giving you stuff you don't deserve and mercy is God giving you what you don't deserve. Amen. So uh, everybody was talking about grace. So I'm going to preach on grace just for a few minutes this afternoon. I don't got a title. I don't got nothing fancy. I don't got a poem. I don't got an illustration. I just got a few thoughts the Lord gave me. But the Bible said here, said, for though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool. 
So we, uh, this is what I'm trying to relate to you this afternoon is this. Paul's flesh began to want something that Paul really didn't want. The spiritual man of Paul uh, wanted something. Uh, the, spirit, the fleshly man of Paul wanted something that the, uh, uh, the uh, spiritual man of Paul didn't want. Uh, Brother Kyle, there's a lot of times our flesh begins to want things that, that the spiritual man doesn't want. But somewhere in Paul's ministry, we find this man who wrote, I believe it was two-thirds of our New Testament. This man who wrote a majority of our New Testament of our King James Bible. Bible, he began to have a little bit of glory streak up on him. He began to have a little bit of pride walk up on him. And Paul had to shake that thing off. Paul's flesh and Paul's flesh wanted it. He said, spiritual man didn't want it. And he began to talk to the Lord. Then he said, Lord, this is what I really want. And the Lord said, listen, I know your flesh wants this and I know the spiritual man wants this, but I want you to have something different. And we find the beautiful verse relayed in our Bible and it said, my grace is sufficient for thee. I'm telling you what, a lot of times... Uh, me and myself, we want something. And a lot of time, my flesh wants something else. But wouldn't it be a real good day uh, as the child of God if we'd get our mind off of what we want uh, and get our mind on what God wants? Amen. Amen. So his flesh wanted the glory. And he got something that he didn't really want. But I want to preach on this for a few minutes. So, Lord, I'll take you up on that offer. He said, I wanted, he said, I, I would desire the glory. Shall not be a fool, for I will say the truth. But now, I forbear lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth to me to be, or what he heareth of me to be. Amen. Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice. So first of all, I want you to see that even though Paul's flesh wanted glory and Paul's uh, spiritual man wanted uh, something different, God wanted something different, what God showed Paul that he could have, even though his flesh wanted glory, God said, I'm going to give you something. First of all, we see that he, had, he would take God up on the offer of the possible access in prayer. Uh, listen, a lot of times our flesh wants glory, but what would be better for us to have than glory of, of man and glory of the brethren? Uh, we could just rejoice. And listen, a lot of times it's so much off the time forsaken. Uh, by the brethren, and I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, Sometimes we forsake the joy and the honor, brother, brother Donald, uh, that we have access boldly into the throne of grace. Uh, it's amazing. I know Paul had a thorn. Uh, I know he felt a little bit of pride rolling up on him. Uh, but the Lord said, "Listen," he said, "I besought the Lord thrice." Uh, isn't it amazing to me uh, that there are a lot of time we wanted things, uh, but we forget just the one thing: we have access uh, to the throne of God by the blood of Christ. Uh, if you're not understanding what I'm saying, is because Jesus died and was buried and He rose again. He gave redemption and all men that man might have access fully to the throne of God. I'm telling you what this afternoon, it's joyous. I know there's a lot of times there's things Brother Jacob will want, but God wants to remind me, listen, you might not be able to have what you want, but I'll give you what you need. I'm so glad that I can go into God and bring my petitions before Him. He said, I will sought the Lord thrice that it may depart from me. He said, Lord, I, I feel a little, I like I want a little glory. That's what his flesh wanted. And that spiritual man said, Lord, I want this thorn to go away. And God said, well, I ain't going to make that thorn go away. And I ain't going to take away that you want a little bit of glory, you want a little bit of pride roll up on you. He said, but you know, I'll tell you what you can have. You have access to the throne of God Amen. by the blood. So first of all, he took that Lord up on the offer of being the possible access in prayer. 
Verse number 9, the latter part of the Bible said, Most gladly, therefore, I will rather glory in my infirmities yeah. that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Yeah. Secondly, the thing he took the Lord up on his offer, not exactly what he wanted. Now, hear me now. It's not exactly what we want, yep. child of God, but he can have joy and he can have glory in the offer that God offered a power that is attainable through pressure. Amen. Yeah. I'm just being honest. A lot of times we want, we all talk about the power of God and we want it to, on our life. And listen, it's not just for preachers. It's not just for deacons. But the child of God needs the power and the unction, a touch of an almighty God on their life. But he said, listen, the power of Christ may rest upon me. The same man who wrote here in 2 Corinthians chapter number 12, I wrote in Philippians chapter number 3, and he said that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His suffering. Listen, if you want the power of God, it's going to coincide with the pressure, with the pain, with the trials of this world. Amen. So Paul said, listen, he said, my flesh wants glory and I want, listen, my personal, I just want this thorn to go away. But the Lord said, I'll let you be joyous and the possibility to pray and then I'll let you be joyous in the power that you can obtain through pressure. I listen, Paul didn't understand it, but that thorn wasn't to hurt him. Maybe it was to keep him humble, but maybe it was just for the power of God to rest upon him. Brother Toby, it amazes me to think people get so down and out on God because they have hard times and trials and temptations. But listen, if you never went through a storm, child of God, if you never faced the fire, what need would you for God? I'm telling you, sometimes God puts things in our lives. He puts helmets in our lives. Y'all need to help me this afternoon. I'm struggling up here. And sometimes God puts those things in our lives to give us a realization for a need for Him. If it, listen, it was all, Brother Kyle, was all peachy and a thing of roses and some daisies. Man, we would never need God. But it's the time when the trials yes, yeah. and the storms and the fires. Yes, That's when we're reminded the most that we need God. Amen. And I can't do a thing without Him. Yes, Lord, I'll take you up on that offer. And I'll take the possible access and prayer power that's attainable through pressure. Let's look at verse number 6, verse number 7 again. I'm sorry. We'll read it again. It ain't going to offend us anybody to read the Bible more than once. Amen. Amen. Lest any man should think of me above that which he seemeth to me, seeth me to be, or that he heareth me to be. Latter part of verse number 7. Lest I should be exalted above measure. Not only do we have possible access in prayer and power that's attainable through pressure, but we find that pride is abolished. Amen. Yeah. Through pain or through problems per se. Yes. Pride is a big thing. Oh yeah. And you preachers, you can agree with me or get mad with either one. But the we preachers, a lot of time we have bad problem with pride. Men, listen to me now. I know it's in every man who wants to be successful and listen wants to provide for your family. And we all the time we want to look good. But I'm just telling you what. The Bible still says that pride go up before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. I'm telling you what. When you need it, that thing called pride in the in the rear because I'm telling you you're going to get stacked up get stacked up real high yeah. and listen the old saying stands true of the bigger they are the harder they fall and I'm telling you what you're setting yourself up for failure when you get puffed up in pride Paul said I have not speak no excellency of speech that puffeth up and head of pious but listen I speak with enticing words of doctrine and listen Paul wasn't trying to glorify himself Paul wasn't trying to glorify the brethren 
But Paul was trying to glorify God. And what I'm saying is, is this. A lot of times we want glory. And sometimes we want a little bit of relief from that thorn. But God said, listen, I'll give you access in prayer. I'll give you attainable power. And He said, listen, I'm going to abolish your pride through your problems. And listen, God's not sitting on a hill trying to run you down and burn you up. But God is trying to help you and to grow you. It'd be good for us to be mindful that everything in the life of the child of God, it works for our good and His glory. Amen. What I'm saying is, is this. Sometimes God's got to go put us in some hard spots and some hot spots for God to clean all those things in us that He wants to have. I'm glad the potter still knows the clay. He's still working on me. If you, if you don't understand the potter, He's going to sit on there and He's going to have a lot of tools and He's going to have His hands and He's going to cut a lot of things off that clay. Right. Paul said, Lord, I'm asking you to take this thing away. The Lord said, no. He said, but I'm going to humble you. I'm going to let you be joyous in the opportunity to pray. The access you have to power and the prayer. He said, I'm going to take care of a little bit of that pride, but I'm going to finish with verse number 9. I'll be done. I'll be done. Verse number 9. And He said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Lastly, we see that the Lord said, I won't give you the glory and I won't take that thorn away, but what you can have is this. I'll offer you promise aid. That's plenty. Promise aid. That's plenty. You say, Brother Jacob, I don't have all the finances. I don't have the friends like some others do. I don't have the help a lot of others do. But the Bible said, I look into the hill which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. I'm telling you what, child of God. You say, I don't understand. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the wisdom. But one thing we do have, the Bible said, my grace is sufficient for thee. You say, Brother Jacob, I don't have to support at home for my spouse or my children, my family, or my friends. Or maybe your church don't support you like you need to, whatever it may be. You can be joyous in this. God's grace is sufficient. I'm telling you, the aid that God provides is plenty. I look unto the hill which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Listen, He's a very present help in the time of trouble. Child of God, listen, you might want a lot of things, but you might just have to settle and be satisfied and be happy with God saying, I'll let you dip into some grace. Amen. Amen. He said, Lord, my flesh wants a little glory. But personally, Lord, I want this thorn to go away. My spiritual faith was thorn to go away. God said, you know what? I'm going to give you some grace. That's enough. Child of God, if He never bless you again, if He never bless you again, Preachers, if you never preached you again. If you never felt the power of God rest upon you again, God's grace would still be sufficient. It's enough. If He pulled everything away from them that He could, and I ain't tempting God, but Toby, you know I'm not, but His grace is going to be sufficient. Preachers, the children of God, I'm saying this. Sometimes you don't always get what you want. Sometimes God answers no. Paul, listen, Paul here. Do you think there was anything between him and God that hindered God from answering Paul's prayer? No. But God still said no. He said, oh, Lord, I want this, I want this storm to go away. God said, No. Yeah, that's good. Listen, his age is plenty. It's plenty. It might not be what you wanted to hear today. Sometimes God gives you answer you don't want to hear, but I'm telling you this, and I'm done. I'm out of time. I'm right here at three minutes to go. Two minutes to go. I'm done. He's plenty. 
He's sufficient. He's enough. He's enough. It'll be a good day when we decide to listen, Lord, you are enough. If my friends forsake me, if my my family forsake me, God, you're still going to be enough. And listen, I hate to say it, but it looks more and more every day that I'm pressing towards that place. I got family backing down every day. They don't want no part with me. I got friends walking away left and right. I got my wife and my son in my church. I'm going to be satisfied and listen to my wife and my son are gone and my church is gone. By God's grace, I want to say, His grace is sufficient. Amen. 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 Amen